Hey everybody, welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us as always is the Sports Outsider, Phil Ranta. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Yeah, a little we hiatus. A, week, a little hiatus. Yeah, a little yeah. out of town, a little yeah. travel. I was in Florida. I was in Seattle. Oh, I was in I was in Denver. I was in Whoa. Vegas. I was always confused by that frame phrase because of my cousin Atis. Oh. oh. I always thought yeah. you were just greeting your friend Atis. Hi, Atis. Hey! But in fact, it means something entirely different. What nationality is Adis? Uh, Amish, right? He's got to be Amish. No, he's from Luxembourg. Oh. It's a very common name in Luxembourg. It's a Luxembourgian. Out of the thousand people that live in Luxembourg, 200 of them are named (laughs) Adis. Yeah. Adis Galuli. Right. Galuli. It's a sports comedy podcast. (laughs) Sure. We specialize in sports comedy. That's our brand. Right. <laughs> it's important to brand build, you know? That's yeah. our, that's that's officially our new catchphrase <laughs> slash motto. I really think we should lean into that. Yeah. That's our brand. I, I want to pitch this as a catchphrase. We don't ask for money. Just give us your time. <laughs> right? That's but the podcast creed. We know, we know Grandma doesn't money. have a lot yeah. of time left. Oh, sure. so yeah. What she wants for Christmas is just your time. <laughs> right, exactly. That's what it, that's what it just reminds me of. It's very morbid. Yeah. By the transitive property, it doesn't work. Right, but we even if we had more time, we wouldn't be making any money because our time is not money. Right. But also, if people wanted to give us money, I wouldn't... I mean, I don't think it's that we don't want people's money. It's just that we understand that we shouldn't ask for it. Yeah. You want to share your Cash App name here? Is that what you're looking for? Donations? I, I don't know what that Use is. Joel Bucks yeah. cryptocurrency for the cool kids. Dollar sign Phil Ranta. <laughs> All right. We got a great show today. We have on because fresh off his victory in the 2019 President's Cup, beating mm. the rest of the world, Team USA won. We have Tiger Woods' caddy, Joe LaCava. Ah, mm. we've had him before. Uh, I think we've had him three times? Something like that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, Tiger had an amazing 2019, so I kind of want to ask Joe, because we, we, we've never had Tiger on. Right. Yeah. But we've had Joe on. It's we like, ask Tiger every time. He always sends Joe as his proxy. Yeah, right. I mean, and it makes sense. He's a, he's, he's a busy. big star. Yeah. Well, I think he understands how we we like to get into the nitty-gritty, some detailed, in-depth golf analysis. And in that case, Caddy's a good guy to talk to. Yeah. Also, he's more of a he's more of an athlete speak guy. Like he doesn't say a lot of things interesting. Exactly. Joe yeah. LaCava, he's gonna give you the, right. the straight dope. If we were a friendlies waitress, Tiger would probably give us the time. Oh yeah. look yeah. out, two thousand five. Look out. Uh, two thousand nine. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so he's going to be on the show. We're going to be able to talk to him about uh, Tiger winning the Masters in 2019 sure. and leading uh, the American con- uh, Team America to a President's Cup. Did Tiger yeah. win the Masters? I missed that. Yeah, he won yeah. the Masters this year. Oh, no. I, I remember now. He Boy, got it's, the- been a while, it's been a while since the Masters. <laughs> it, was, right? it was May. Yeah, May. He gets a- to wear the green jacket or the red jacket or whatever the jacket is. Uh, for the whole year. For the whole year. And then he's got to give May, it up. I thought he already won the Masters before, so I yes, think he already gets to wear a green jacket. Oh, now he just has yeah. to compound them? like. Uh, yeah, now he has multiple green jackets. Does he wear them all when he's in They like, have a little, to. And yeah. him and uh, Jack Nicholas just so hot he's, yeah. in that Georgia heat. Yeah, so yeah, hot. It looks like Joey in that no, Friends episode is, where he puts Tom on Tom Watson, super comfy. Right, right. But Tom Watson mustard stains all over it. 
Oh, yeah. Jack Nicholson can up. peel off a layer. He's right back to fresh. Why did they serve so jacket? many appetizers with mustard at the Masters? <laughs> These yeah, are it's all a little questions. Odd. Golf is usually yeah, too we much. We can ask Joe LaCava. We got a wide world of weird sport. Goddamn right we do. And news, news, news. But first, Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Brought to you by Unbranded Batteries. Do they provide power for your things? Maybe. Unbranded Batteries. Brie Tiesi officially files for divorce from Johnny Manziel. Subheadline, Manziel reacts with a retweet of a Harambe meme. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah pray oh. for Harambe. Like the, the gorilla that got shot? Yeah. Yeah. Jill, you're not on social media <laughs> much, but that's kind of a big deal on social media. Is it really? Yeah, a lot what, of Harambe. What, what are the Harambe memes? Uh, a lot of it is uh, like uh, if somebody uh, wants you to to focus on something more important than what you're talking about, they'll send a pray for Harambe thing as if to say what you're saying doesn't matter. Oh, my favorite is the one is, is when they show the hurricane headed for Florida and you're like, holy shit, that's Harambe. Right. And he's made like an image with the weather map. Yeah. Anyway, I'm still really confused by uh, this, about but... two weeks ago. Brie football, nay TSE filed divorce papers. Well, they've been separated since March. This was the first actual divorce filing. The news was a real bummer for Manziel because yeah. he had to deactivate his Ashley Madison account. Oh, no. Yeah. He's no longer married. You're not eligible for a... Yeah. yeah. Uh, the first couple of Canadians... How do you pronounce the name of the person who uh, divorced Johnny Manziel? Was it the Cleveland Browns? No. Uh, the first couple of Canadian football were married in March of 2018, and Bree listed the end of their marriage as March 24th, 2019. So they were married for 379 days. Mm, yeah, never just cleared a year. And it was, it was a good thing that Johnny was no longer playing in the CFL because this meant she didn't have to file for divorce in Canada where legally you have to put sorry about that at the end of every paragraph in the filing. Oh, yeah. And that's not an admittance of guilt yeah. <laughs> in Canada. Well, they've improved. I mean, it used to be that was at the end of every paragraph in every legal document, regardless yeah, of what sure. you're doing. Now it's yeah. just divorce. Like if you buy a house, you have to just keep saying sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, oh, you used to live here. That must have been nice. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> the listed reason for divorce. Oh, we're building a park for the children. Sorry about that. <laughs> the listed reason for divorce, irreconcilable differences. Mm -hmm. This would also be the reason uh, listed for Johnny's banishment from the CFL and NFL, but yeah. they don't have to give a reason. <laughs> right. Uh, no, no, I mean, the irreconcilable difference was his inability to throw the ball accurately. Sure. Oh, that's, well, time yeah. and time again, that's well, bubbled up in his football relationship. Well, yeah, I think they would have let that slide a little bit if he would have showed up and not done all <laughs> the drugs and drinking. They would have given some time to see if the ball could have found its way to the hoop. Yeah, that's that's a fair point. But in you know, here's the thing: the guys who do a lot of drugs and drinking and don't show up, but do throw the ball accurately, they eh, still got jobs. All right. So in her initial filing, she asked for spousal support. Now, this is weird for a couple reasons. One, they were only married a year, so the only money she could claim to be entitled to would be his Canadian football salary. Oh, no. Which is not exactly Google stock. Yeah. Uh, the other reason it would be odd is she's an Instagram model with a career, and her ex-dude, on a scale of one to five, would be one. Very unemployed. Sure. <laughs> uh, however, soon after the news broke, she said it was a mistake. She checked the wrong box. Uh, oh, no. This is literally a box. So her attorney, Arthur She's H. Barron. She's supporting Johnny Manziel. <laughs> yeah, no, hopefully not. Uh, her attorney, Arthur H. Barron's, admitted the error and threw some serious shade using legalese. 
Quote, our firm wishes to make clear that Bree is not seeking either spousal support or property of any kind from Mr. Manziel, but rather solely the dissolution of their marital relationship. An amended petition has been filed removing the check mark and making it clear that nothing, either property or support, is being sought by my client. How, oh, how do you turn writing one sentence into three billable hours? <laughs> Boom! Bingo! Yeah. <laughs> right Are there. they both going to get excommunicated from the Catholic Church for this, though? I don't think they were in it. What? Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Unbranded batteries. They don't have a copper top or a silver top. They've got no top. Unbranded batteries. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. The grass is green. The glove is cool. Having a dog at the game. Totally baseball. Major rebrand. Baseball's cool now. Totally baseball. It doesn't get any Brought to you by Mountain Dew Flavored Red Bull. It's two things. Holy shit, I want that. Yeah, isn't that just Mountain Dew? I don't know. I'd have to ask him. I play the drops. I hit the play button. Yeah, okay. Super agent Scott Boris wins baseball's winter meetings. Subheadline, the Dodgers signed Blake Trinan. Yeah. I was big on him at the start of last season. Not a great year. Yeah, Jordan. I remember that. (laughs) Of the many injustices done to my fantasy baseball team last year, that is not one of the larger ones, but it did stick out because I could not have been more confident at the start of the season. Yeah. Well, quick explainer of okay. Sports Outsider. The Baseball Winter Meetings is an annual event, as you might mm-hmm. guess. This year it was held in San Diego, and it's a few days where executives from all the teams get together and journalists from all those teams get together and drink a bunch. Hey, that's fun. Yeah, right? It's like Comic-Con for sports. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and because while trades, signings, and other rumors about changes to the game can happen at the baseball winter meetings, very often it's not that eventful. Mm-hmm. Okay? And uh, I might need to take the totally audience uh, back a little bit because when you're a baseball fan in December, you're starved for content. Mm-hmm. Okay? The hot stove conversation, staler than a box of Cracker Jacks from the polo grounds. Mm-hmm. Sure. The baseball winter meetings means that the beat writer from your team is going to be writing an article about a boilerplate statement from your team's GM, and you will parse that statement for anything, any meaning at all. Okay, that's what this is the the the, the how how the yeah. baseball winter meetings used to be. Okay, in terms of filling content, you'd you'd go to your newspaper. Yep. Why wasn't this a semicolon? Barry Bonds is coming out of retirement. <laughs> <laughs> um, enter Scott Boris mm-hmm. now to put. Things in context for maybe you and not something tells me that he's not going to bore us. Oh, he will not. No, he will Scott, not. Excite us. Uh, to put this in context for non baseball fans, Drew Rosenhaus is the Scott Boris of the NFL. Hmm. Scott Boris is the Scott Boris of sports agenting. Oh, okay. boom. Yeah, he is the he is the number one agent in the world. Okay. And uh So you know, he he's like Derek Jeter's agent. <laughs> Ask yourself. Why do baseball players get paid the most money in spite of the fact that their league makes the third most revenue? Ah, it's because... No salary cap. (laughs) Yeah. Ah, okay. And Scott Boris. Well, yeah, but Drew Rosenhaus might do a little bit better than Scott Boris, but, like, no, I looked at the rankings of agents and how much money they bring in. It's like Scott Boris is above even, like, uh, 
soccer agents in Europe, which that's remarkable. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Uh, because they don't have salary Where they caps. literally buy and sell players. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but for the most part, it's like, no, NBA and NFL, it's like, yeah, you guys can call me when you get rid of your salary cap. <laughs> Until then, enjoy the money you make. Huh. Uh, Scott Boris came to winter meetings to make deals and give odd metaphors. And he just ran out of metaphors. He exhausted <laughs> the reporters taking down his odd metaphors. There you go. Now, he does this a lot. So this is a, this is a kind of a classic uh, Boris quote. Quote, MLB teams are like birds. There's some hummingbirds that buzz around. Sparrows get something they can't carry the weight of. Mm-hmm. A lot of owls who are wise and work at night. A lot of hawks. And you don't want to be an ostrich and lay the biggest egg. Oof. I follow that. And as That's we know, <laughs> sparrows can't carry coconuts. No, they cannot. Yeah. I think I could come up with teams that are examples of each. No, but just like the owls who are wise and work at night. What? <laughs> yeah, it's strange. It's a bizarre. He's a... He, he, has a I have you read a lot of Saint Scott Louis Boris Cardinals. quotes? Have you read a lot of Scott Boris quotes? No. Okay, this is his thing. He comes up with really tortured metaphors and then often uh, mangles uh, phrases and mixes them together. Last year it was all nautical. He was Ooh. big into boats. This year it was birds. Okay. Uh, describing the interest in Garrett Cole, for instance, he said, "This is the mixing metaphors. If I were a thermometer, I would say room temperature heading to a very hot climate." Room temperature room to a hot temperature right to a very hot climate. Hot climate. That's not okay. really kind of well. Hot climate still kind of describing temperature. Yeah, but room temperature. If I were through my, I don't know. Anyway, the three biggest names in free agency this offseason are Garrett Cole, Steven Strasburg, and Anthony Rendon. They're all Scott Boras clients. Oh, holy shit! He and just by made the, a lot of money by the end of winter meetings, they had collectively racked up contracts damn near the GDP of a developing nation. Oof. On Monday, Steven Strasburg re-signed with the Washington Nationals. He probably just cleared like $150 million in like one weekend. No, he gets 5%. Sports agents don't get 10 Oh, really? No. Yeah, sports agents, that like 10% bastard. is an, agent, is an uh, entertainment industry. Well, that, okay. that means they get 5% of the sports contracts, but anything additional, they must get 10%, right? Every, it's more negotiated on a case-by-case basis. Really? Yeah. There's that not like a California law. Tortured. That, yeah. like, Considering the three take 3%. Them, right. So if LeBron shows up in a Gatorade commercial, they're not just taking 10%. They have to negotiate each one of those separately. No, I'm saying each, each athlete might negotiate a slightly different rate I with see. their agent, or each agent might have a different base rate. Man. But yes, you're right. The Contract money is not necessarily the same as the percentage they take on endorsements. Sounds exhausting. I don't want any part of it. Still, like $75 million he made in a weekend. Yeah, well, he's had For a great work offseason. that other people are actually going to do. If he gave me $1 million of that, it would change my life. I'd be okay. Okay, so let me run him down real quick. On Monday, Steven Strasburg re-signed with the Washington Nationals for $245 million. Over seven? Over seven yeah. years. On Tuesday, Garrett Cole signed with the Yankees. Nine years, $324 million. Which is, I really would have liked to root for Garrett Cole next season. So at this so point, it's a little his, bit of his a 5% is already around $30 million. Okay, sure. On Wednesday, Anthony Rendon, seven years, $245 million. Okay. That's a total of $878 million. He also got Mike Moustakis a four-year, $64 million deal with the Cincinnati Reds. I'm sorry, and, what? And that's before endorsement opportunities. Mike Moustakis got 64 over four years? Yeah, yeah. last two years he was playing on one-year contracts. Mike, I hit 230, strike out 100 and some odd times, and hit maybe 22 dingers? One war is worth about $8 million. Oh. He's a two-war player. Yeah, I Four years, that. 64, this divided guy by 16. Must be decent a good agent. Yeah, he is. Now, this is a bit of a difference between the past two off seasons. Takes a million dollars to fight. To, to explain to Phil the sports part of that. Yeah. 
if you go to war, it costs a million dollars or eight million dollars. <laughs> oh, sure. Sorry, yeah. And so Mike Mustakis went to war twice this offseason. Sure. Yeah. Joel, the one thing that I do have is deal making skills. There you, you go. You know, in life, that's my that's the thing I do. That's what I do professionally. I make deals. I don't Art of the deal. I don't know why, but at the moment the fact that you're claiming you make deals well is really making me think you're actually awful at <laughs> I make deals good. Something about I'm the current good, zeitgeist. When someone declares deals. that confidently, it makes me believe it's as My exactly deals the move industries. All right. Last year was especially troubling because the biggest names, this is different than the past two off seasons, because last year the biggest names, Bryce Harper and Manny Machado, didn't sign until March. But this year the three biggest everyone players. Everyone's freaking out. Everyone's freaking out. But this year the biggest three biggest players signed before New Year's. Is this a changing attitude among front offices? A conspiracy to spend now so players will agree to a new CBA? Or Occam's Razor, Manny Machado and Bryce Harper are douchebags. <laughs> yeah, that seems possible. Boris still has Hinjin Ryu and Dallas Keuchel. He will get over a billion dollars in contracts for his clients this offseason. Wow. Of which he'll get a cool 5%, but good luck packaging the talent with a writer unless you're going to sign the WGA's new code of conduct. Uh-oh. <laughs> Boom! No more packaging teams. Joining us now on the podcast, one of our favorite guests uh, we have on. Every time we ask him to come on, he's a little iffy at first, but eventually he comes around to it. Uh, Joe Lacombe. Oh, you're too kind. Yeah. Thank you for having me on, Joel. Uh, thank Tiger, you for being here, Jordan. Tiger oh, Woods you, is Joe. longtime caddy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And now I'm back in 2019. We had a great year. Yeah, you won yeah. the Masters. Well, a good year. The best year in a very long time for, oh, yeah. for Tiger. You know, I can't take a lot of credit for that. Well, why not? No. Oh, I'm just a caddy. I know, but it's you not my way. It's not the caddy's way to take credit. What's uh, what's That's the true. appropriate amount of credit for a caddy? Oh, the appropriate to take? amount of credit is to say, "Oh, Tiger did a pretty good job." Then, <laughs> no, that, he did good. That's it. Oh, he carried the clubs. Well, you you give know, him some insight on the holes, right? Yeah. You read the greens with. Oh them. yeah, but you know, at the end of the day, you're a servant to your master, <laughs> and your master is the golfer. Yeah, it is the caddy code. That's okay. kind of old language. That doesn't feel good saying yeah. it out loud. Now, just when, the word master makes yeah. me uncomfortable. Now, when, when the golfer says jump, you say, uh, off of what? <laughs> the caddy code. Oh, God. Yeah. Got dark. Um, so, I guess Tiger did have a good year. You're going to give him all the credit. Oh, yeah. But I think the big question is, can he build on this going into 2020? Oh, yeah. Tiger had a great year. I mean, for the people who are really looking for that late career resurgence that's going to carry him over the hump, Past Jack Nicholas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I and, need and my really, golf hero to beat my dad's golf hero. Yeah, right. break, break all the records that everyone thought he was going to be well yeah. past by now. I mean, yeah. Tiger hasn't had a year like this for 10 years, if you really think about it. No, it's true. So yeah, it's going, quite going a back comeback. to when, when uh, his wife chased him with a golf club. See, that's the problem. Is all of a sudden, in 2020, Tiger said, all right, I'm doing good again. Time to get back to my old tricks. Oh, no. And as has been well covered in this podcast, yeah. caddies can only tell people, their golfers, <laughs> what to do two times. And the third time, you just have to follow along with what your yeah. golfer tells you. Old tricks in this case. Uh, I mean, euphemistically, right? Old I tricks. Mean, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> the so first thing Tiger said is, I'm unstoppable. I'm going to play every single hole next year. With nothing but a putter. 
Ooh, as much Ooh. as I would love to see yeah. that. And that, I mean love to see that. I was thinking the same thing. Feels like it'd be a fun charity event. Yeah. But not like a... For a, someone whose entire career has been watching people play golf, I said that would be pretty novel. I... <laughs> But as somebody who's a caddy who has to tell a golfer the right way to golf. Actually, in the movie Tin Cup, he's got a whole thing. He takes, he cracks all his clubs and then he finishes the whole thing with a five iron. Oh, yeah. Have you guys seen Tin Cup? I have seen Tin Ron Cup, Shelton. of course. It's a pretty good movie. It's, it's, it's almost like a Bible for a caddy. <laughs> <laughs> you really learn a lot about golf and how golfers treat people. Yeah, okay. All yeah. Right. So, of course, I went to Tiger and I said, Tiger, maybe you should include woods and irons. Don't you want to continue this streak of doing really well? You're using all the clubs in your rag, and that's why you're so good at this, Tiger. Please don't just use a putter. Of course, Tiger said, You know, Joe, I think I'm just going to use a putter. <laughs> Wasn't very convincing what you just said. And of course, I said, Tiger, this is time number two. This is my last chance to tell you. Using a putter is going to put you at a great disadvantage. There's no way you're going to continue winning if all you're using is a putter. <laughs> Other people are going to be using a bunch of clubs, all of which have their advantages. Can you imagine hitting a golf ball out of a sand trap with a putter tiger? Don't do it. It'll just go straight forward and bounce right back at you. You'll be in that sand trap for the rest of your days. And he should already know this. He should clear. already know this. <laughs> it's a very strong argument. It's a very yeah. strong argument. I am a caddy after all. This is my life. You now. Well, of course, Tiger said, you know, I'm on top of the world. I'm just going to use a putter. And I said, all right, that's a, that's your decision. <laughs> It's my job to support you through this. Let me ask but you But I'll tell you, Joe. that makes life a little harder. Is it at least possible that Tiger's familiar with your rule about asking three times and he just sort of lets you get through the first two knowing that there's going to be no pushback after that? Joel, it sounds like you're telling me that I have to break the catty code. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, is it possible that when oh, you, you say like that, the Joel. first no. thing... You Tiger have kind to of understand. like rolls his eyes and is like, uh, no, Joe, I think I'm going to do it my way. No. And then he sort of sits there impatiently waiting for you to finish. You have to understand, plate. Joel, when you get jumped into being a caddy and you have to burn off your fingerprints I'm and sorry, you just have to jumped? swear the oath. Is, yeah, is, you have to swear the oath of the caddy. It's not something you could just pop into and pop out of. Is being a caddy want. a blood in, blood out situation? It's a blood in, blood out. Wow. If I decided I didn't want to be a caddy anymore, I'd have other caddies driving by my house giving me the stink eye like I'm leaving Scientology. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Don't want to break the caddy code, Joel. It's a code for a reason. It's so, not a suggestion. I will say what you just told me has made me more excited about Tiger's upcoming season than I've ever been about any season of golf ever. I I hope there's still time. I really hope Tiger comes to his senses here. Well, this was another big problem. Even if he does, I'd like at least someone else to do the entire course with a putter. Have one designated person per tournament. You draw lots out of a hat. It'll be a lot of fun. That's oh, all yeah. I'm saying. I like it. Like one other person has to have that disadvantage. I'll bring it up, but I don't think it's going to pass muster. I mean, just <laughs> it might help if you pushed a little bit past that third time. Oh, yeah. Well, luckily with the PGA, I could fight all day. Oh, really? There's, <laughs> no, there's no code there? No, it's only with your golfer. <laughs> you have to respect your golfer with everyone else. You can, you can do fuck all with everyone yeah, else. Administrators. You know? Administrators aren't golfers. Yeah, okay. What yeah. about a goal, a former golfer who's now an administrator? As long as they're not giving me the tip at the end of the 18 holes, <laughs> I don't have to worry about it. Oh, I was wondering if it might it like gets bumped up to five. 
Oh, sure. Tell him five times. Yeah. yeah. Hey, guys, you don't want to be rude, too. It's not about the caddy code at that point. At that point, you're just being a pest. You don't want to be a pest. It's against okay. the caddy code. Yeah. So there's a certain amount of politeness. Oh, sure. <laughs> so it is about the caddy code. Well, the caddy code does talk about don't be a pest, even if they're not a golfer. Yeah. You know, one of these days, I'll just print out the caddy code for you. We you know, you really should. Yeah, we learned yeah. a new one today about taking credit. But We're... then again, showing other people the caddy code is against the caddy code. <laughs> That does make sense. Yeah, it makes it a little well, tougher. We, we don't deserve to know makes that information. Makes it tougher. Well, I'll tell you, on top of that tiger, you know, now he's a little bit on top of the world. Yeah? Yep, he's doing really well. Yeah. And you know what happened when Michael Jordan was on top of the world? He said, I'm going to go play baseball. That's true. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, sure. So, of course, Tiger went to me and said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be the world's leading expert at Donkey Kong. Hmm. He saw that movie. You know, King of the, Kong. The King, King of Kong. Kong. And said, you know what? I've mastered golf. Now I'm going to master Donkey Kong. Okay. Oh, I did not see this as a good idea. You know, <laughs> you're going to mess with your fingers. You're going to hurt your back standing at the cabinet for hours and hours on a day. And he's had a lot of back problems. Yeah, oh, he's had some back problems, yes. And even worse, if you're playing a marathon session of Donkey Kong, not getting a lot of golfing in. No, it probably no. doesn't need a caddy at that no, point. No, you don't need a caddy. Of course, I would still support him. It's the caddy code. <laughs> so, of course, I went to him and I said, Tiger, I don't know if those skills are transferable. <laughs> I see this as being something where you're going to have to start from zero and a lot of people have been playing their whole lives. Yeah. And as we know from the King of Kong, there's two people who are very, very good at this game. I don't see you surpassing them anytime soon. Not only that, but even if you become the number one Donkey Kong player in the world, I don't think there's a lot of money in it. Okay, well, and what did Tiger they say? They didn't look particularly rich. Yeah. Tiger, unfortunately, said, you know, Joe, usually I respect you very much as a caddy, but I have to disagree with you on this one. <laughs> oh, damn it. I think I could become the number one Donkey Kong champion on this one. And I said, oh, no, Tiger, you know this is time number two. You know that this is my final appeal. If you say no to this... I have to support you like a good caddy. But please, having an early graphic Mario jumping over barrels and avoiding little flames climbing up and down ladders only to get a hammer where you can possibly break the barrels. But when you have the hammer, you can't climb the ladders, which again puts you at a grave disadvantage, <laughs> only to save the princess at the end of each level. And somehow the princess is yet again captured by Donkey Kong at the start of the next level. It's nothing that a golfer should be concerning themselves with. It's a video game, Tiger. The skills aren't transferable. It's not like putting, even though it's something that does worry about shortness and accuracy. <laughs> Donkey Kong is a very different skill in Tiger. I just don't think this is a good idea. So please, for the love of the caddy code, don't try to become the world's leading Donkey Kong player. And surely this must have swayed him. Well, this is the thing, Tiger said, Joe, you make some valuable points. And I said, thank you, Tiger. Finally, you listened to me. He said, but I'm not going to listen to you. And I went, oh, no, Tiger, I'm not going to appeal, but I know what's coming next. And he said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to become the number one Donkey Kong champion. And I said, all right, I'll support you. Here's some quarters. <laughs> I'll have them ready for you. You know, a lot of uh, golf uh, courses have a fun little arcade. They generally do, yeah. yes. That's yeah. why caddies always have to carry quarters. Oh, yeah. It's usually back in the caddy shack. They made a movie about it, but they left out the arcade games. Huge omission. 
You finish around 10 over and you're feeling crappy about yourself. You know what helps? Miss Pac-Man. Yeah, a little oh, bit of yeah. Miss Pac-Man. See, Miss Pac-Man, that's a good game. Ms. I think Pac-Man Tiger could do well in that. You. No, she does. She doesn't uh, yeah. care that you hit it to the same water hazard three times. Yeah. Oh, man. You're bringing back some bad thoughts now about Tiger's 2020 season. Oh, well, that's... I mean, okay, so... The putter thing, at least, is going to be interesting. That'll be and, tough, yeah. And hey, I can't appreciate him uh, at this point in his life uh, wanting to branch out. Into he's the taking animals. all different hobbies. I get it. Branching out, yeah. yeah Broadening I mean, his horizons. He's been wildly successful as a golfer. He's a very rich people, rich person. I he mean, is very rich. Tend to think in terms of everyone should, you know, keep pushing to find more success. But maybe, maybe you don't need to. But I'll tell you. Speaking of water traps. Oh, man, Tiger said something very upsetting. What's that? He said in 2020, his goal is going to be to never lose a ball. So what he's going to do just to prove that he'll never lose a ball, is he's going to aim for every water trap and then hit it out of the water traps from underwater every time. He's going to actually put on a scuba suit, get under the water, <laughs> and then attempt to swing and hit the ball out of the water traps instead of taking the penalty. And this is not the classic uh, snorkel gear and fins. You're talking no. a full scuba He's suit. Full scuba suit. Oh, scuba suit. Oh, it's a breathing apparatus, which is maybe not entirely safe in, say, oh, a yeah. pond. Yeah. Where you don't really have enough room where you couldn't just dive with the snorkel. Oh, yeah. It's probably going to slow play significantly. Is and I, thought. of course, when he said that, I said, Tiger, you know, I've got a master's degree in hydrophysics. I love water and the physics thereof. And I can tell you with the utmost certainty that there is no way to hit the ball from the bottom of a pond out with a putter. It's not going to happen. Well, I don't think it would it happen can. even with a wedge. It's, no, yeah, you can't do it with a wedge. You can't do it with the driver. It's possible with normal human strength. Yeah, I'm sure you could build a robot fast that could produce the force. But even there, I think. Even then, it's very unlikely. I'm like, Tiger, right now you're playing God. It can't be done. What you're doing is madness. And as your caddy, I must object as strongly as a caddy possibly can. I will not resort to physical force, but I'm thinking about it. Because as you know, your success is my success in trying to aim for the water traps is problematic at best. But trying to hit the ball out of the water traps is utter madness. Tiger, please, for the love of everything holy, please don't do this. And Tiger said, I am a golfing god, and there's nothing I can't do. Oh, wow. I am the Alpha and the Omega. I am the, the beginning and the end. I am Dr. Manhattan and Superman and Wonder Woman all rolled into one with a little bit of Captain Marvel mixed in. So, well, he is, he is really taking one Masters win. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can only imagine what he was like back when he was winning multiple tournaments. Oh, yeah. He said... When they call me the master, it's not just a title. I am the master of the world. And I've, I'm not going to let something as silly as physics tell me I can't hit a ball out of the bottom of a pond. Oh, then I think you know my response. <laughs> I said, Tiger. Man to man. Caddy to master. <laughs> let me tell you. This is the last time I can say this because of the caddy code. <laughs> I have a family. I've got to feed their mouths. In order to feed their mouths, I need to have a golfer who's winning. And right now, it seems like you're purposefully trying to lose. <laughs> you're sandbagging your own career, Tiger! 
What you're doing is foolish. It's madness. It's running a marathon with ankle weights on. <laughs> you're trying to have sex to completion with 12 condoms. You're not going to feel anything. Nobody's going to be happy here, Tiger. You're proving nothing except for your own sick fantasies. Tiger, please. As your friend and caddy and sometimes guider. Sometimes. Right. Please don't do this to me. And Tiger said, I'm going to do it. And I said, okay. (laughs) Guess I can't convince you anymore. I'm just going to have to follow you into battle. So that's what our 2020 year is going to look like. Wow, that's, yeah. a, that's a real mess you got to clean it's up there, It's going to be a tough Joe. one. No, I don't have to clean it up. I've already made my statements. At this point, I just keep handing him the putter, give him the scuba gear, and say, <laughs> good luck with all that Donkey Kong. Well, thank you very oh, much, enough. Joe. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Joe. It was great to be here. Yeah, best Thanks for making me feel like a human. And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. Wide world of weird sports. What do we have this week? This week's wide world of weird sports. Top ten Christmas themed prep sports names. Ooh, wait, what? Top ten what? Christmas themed prep sports names. Prep sports? Yeah. Oh, high school. Yeah, high school. Preparatory school. Prep sports. Preps in the Name. in your free press section. So you're like not allowed to participate unless you're wearing a polo shirt? No. No, Joe. We just described it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to skip the intro because fuck the intro. Number one, the Clarkston High School Reindeer. Yeah. Oh, so do they have that mascot year round? Yep. Though actually, you know what? That really works. I mean, people only think about reindeer in terms of Christmas, but... Actually, the the uh, pastoral people of Siberia depend on the reindeer for their very survival. They have really great fur. They eat them for meat. Like it's a it's a crucial. They herd eat animal. Rudolph for meat. Reindeer yeah. was a uh, very commonly eaten in America up until like the 1940s. Yeah, I think, I, was like considered like an expensive meat. Like wow. If yeah. you live somewhere really cold. It's like reindeer are one of the only things that are going to be able to live up there, and it's like you need their fur, you need their meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're no, native to like Alaska. You need revenge for grandma. <laughs> right, exactly, because she got ran over by one. Uh, but there's uh, there's reindeer in Alaska and Canada. They're uh, also they're not native to Missouri, but this is where Clarkston is. <laughs> but they've Wait, got a- reindeer aren't native to Missouri? No. Reindeer aren't native to a state that can be pronounced as Missouri? Wait, Missouri. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm going to need a couple minutes here, Let guys, to absorb in. what we just discovered. Yeah. But it's does, that, a, does that mean that the reindeer farm that I've been supporting in Missouri isn't a real thing? No, I mean, I think they can be shipped in and they'll survive. They're they can be, uh, yeah, in right. nature. farmed, yeah. raised, yeah. as it were. Uh, but they've got a mascot name that no one else in America has, reindeer. It's the only one. Wow, that's You know what, there's way dumber mascots that I've seen more than once. I like reindeer, more people should do it, but it's people who live where it's cold. Missouri makes so no sense. How about this, number two, North Pole High School. Uh, which is the high school featured in North Pole, Alaska. That's just the name of a high school. That's just the name of a high school. There's 2,200 residents as of 2008 in North Pole, Alaska. And they got a high school called North Pole High School. Oh, so I got, I'm, I got a new pilot. I got a new pilot. As of 2,200. Yeah. North Pole High. I'm there we go. It. Doing it. Do it. It's where the elves learn how to be elves. 
Mrs. Claus. Oh, and they have all sorts of teen drama. Yeah, oh, yeah. Itself. There we go. Uh, number three, Carroll City High School and Carroll City, Miami. There's lots of carols to be sung there. Who, who wrote this garbage? Car- Carroll City, Miami is a predominantly Jewish area in Miami, of course. Well, sure, yeah. <laughs> but sure. also, it's. I mean, it sounds like this is more of a weird city names. These are two in a row that did not involve a mascot at all. It was just the name of the town and then high school. I think it's trying to be like a, a high school Christmas tie-in. Well, yeah. sure, but you know what? They should have titled it appropriately. <laughs> yeah. How about this? My, Number- my expectations are based on what they fed me. That's true. They set the standard that I'm holding them to. How about this? Number four, Bellarmine High Bells. Wait, They're- say it again. The Bellarmine High Bells. They're uh, they're they're Bellarmine High, Bellarmine High School. They're the bells. These are like the, the tiny mascots. bells. I, I like it. I like it because of the re- repetition of bell. Yeah. yeah, Bellarmine High bells. Yeah, that's at least a mascot. Yeah, yeah. Bellarmine is in San Jose, California, and their their mascots the bells. Their uh, mascot is named Bellarman. And he's just a big bell. <laughs> That's awesome. Big angry looking purple bell. That's that is an excellent mascot. Yeah. How about this number five? For whom the bell tolls. Right. The oh, bell. they when they say that on third down, and everybody gets super bell loud. Tolls for thee. Then they, they play the intro to Hell's Bells. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Boom. Oh, I was at a Michigan State game where they started doing that in like third down. I was like, this is awesome. And then the opposing team converted like ten out of twelve third downs. And then and like the last Hell's few bells. times they were doing it, it was just like, oh, stop. Number five, Maryville High School in Maryville, Louisiana. No, this is Again, a stretch. Not okay. That's three. Wait, wait, wait. Three What's, of five there, at this point. Is there point a mascot there mascot. that like nope, it's, the uh, Maryville High Mrs. Clauses? I mean, the, the town only has 1,126 people. And I hear to none of their sentence. cheerleaders are virgins. <laughs> I bet that there, there's like, uh, there's. it doesn't look like they got a lot of people in Maryville. So I can't imagine. They probably just 1, go. 1,000 like, is very it. small. Yeah. They probably don't have enough people to be in a mascot costume. They used you know? to, once a year in Prey Home Companion, they used to have it was talent from towns under 2,000. Mm-hmm. And they'd just bring in people who could like, usually they were like folk musicians and they'd play mm. and be like, we live in so-and-so with 400 people. Yeah. You know, uh, number six, kids named Christmas. A whole lot of football players are named Christmas. Okay. Yep. There are 13 football players with the last name Christmas on 2011 rosters submitted to Max Preps. Seven boy basketball players for this season and three girl uh, basketball players. See, again, the use of the word mascot in the title of this article was egregious. Uh, egregious. They didn't say little, mascot. They said top 10 Christmas-themed prep sports names. Prep sports names. Oh, oh yeah. Well. You know what? I'll, I'll grant you that. It's uh, this Christmas, Christmas. Better boy's name or better girl's name? Uh, girl. I guess, but... Why either? I don't know. I well, just I was throwing it out as food for it thought. To Chris. I would shorten it to Christ. Because I keep right. the Christ in Christmas. I was going to say Christma. Well, yeah. we were in Bahama. Uh, Bahama. <laughs> well, oh, we were in the Bahamas. Singular? Oh, Bahama. <laughs> Both Phil and Lindsay revealed themselves to be like way more Catholic than I think I realized. I know. I went to Catholic church a lot growing up and it definitely not that i'm worried about phil and Lindsay, but i was like wow there's a lot of indoctrination here that i don't think i completely understood before but is deeply disturbing yeah i could cut this out i could get up i could get up and give mass right now if i wanted to you could yeah yeah oh yeah i know it 
Don't. We're already running long. Okay. Do the, can we, yeah, let's yeah, cut this portion long. out. The, can we please? Number seven, kids <laughs> named Noel. Yep. Noel means Christmas in some language, and there's a lot of boys out there named Noel. Probably Noel. What the fuck? I, yep. I hate the lag in some language. I hate like no now, research. Now they're just insulting us. How about this? Mascots named Comet. Okay, that's cool. Right, yeah. yeah, that's cool. Why not lead with that? There's 96 schools that use comets as their uh, as their mascot. Number nine mascots named Angels. There's a few. That's such a lame mascot. This is the worst listicle I've ever heard. And that's saying something. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's the worst. I, we've had some bad ones. I liked Reindeer and Comet. Well, how about this? Number 10, just to make Joel angry. You ready for this one? Number 10, schools with Santa in the name. Okay, well, I'm leaving. Like so. Santa Cruz High? <laughs> exactly. Oh, there are 39 schools with so Santa weak. as the first word in their school name, 18 of which are in California. Well, yeah, because it's the female noun for... Okay. And that brings it then to another wide uh, world of weird sports. Oh, I think I made Joel mad. I think he's going to punch me in the face after we stop recording this. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings you close in the sports. 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 Podcast. Before we go, we'd like to bring back Joe LaCava to give you our contact information. Oh, thank you for keeping me around. We appreciate it, Joe. All You're right. Great. You can find us on Twitter.com by going to Twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. That's twitter.com slash sparts the number three podcast. And I don't want to say it a third time in case Tiger's listening and he disapproves. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook. We're going to facebook.com slash sparts the number three podcast. That's facebook.com slash sparts the number three podcast. That's all I'll say about Facebook. Oh, I just missed that. What was it again? I can't say it, just in case. Oh. Or you can find all of our back episodes at anchor.fm slash sparts the number three podcast. That's anchor.fm slash sparts number three podcast. Listen to it once, listen to it twice, and that's plenty. Thanks, Joe. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Hey, guys. Joel. Joel. What do you think Tiger would shoot with a putter? Bye, Bye, Joel. Joel.